I feel really weird tonight. Like something's gonna happen. Me too. What's your name anyway? Xavier. Is it cool if I just call you X? There's something evil about him. That'd be 666. Big up, girlie. What are you gonna do? Shoot us? Scram! Any big favors, huh? Well, pardon me for rescuing the ingrained ass. The suspects appear to be heading north. I hope it dies simultaneously. Like a nuclear bomb blast or something. That's so romantic. You're, uh, giving me an erection. Sick, sick, sick. Have either of you ever had sex with an owl? Just you. Should be considered armed and dangerous. Here's me, Tony. Have you ever done that? Like, um, Sex with two people at the same time? Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, you don't. I love you, darling. You said you love me? You know that I really only love you. I love you! Love you can mean a lot of things. show everyone happy 150 happy episode 150 can you believe that we've done 150 of these this is insane um well everybody thanks for sticking with us for all these episodes my name is pete and i'm scott and And these these are are the the movies movies that that made made us gay absolutely to celebrate episode 150 yes we had friend of mine and i work with this guest rudy blue welcome to the show hey so i did not know blue Rudy, yes. I mean, I always knew you as Rudy, yes. but Blue, do you want to explain the blue part? I thought that was interesting when you told me that. Yeah, um, well, it's going to be very interesting because it's it's connected to the film we're going to talk about today. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So back um, in, I guess, maybe like 96, mm-hmm. 97, something like that, um, my family got AOL. As did we all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, dial up. Yep. And I would peruse all the like men for men chat rooms. Yes. Yes. Um, and I was in one of them, and someone kept quoting Doom Generation. Uh, and so then that, I... That's about right. <laughs> and I started responding with Doom Generation. Yeah. And then they IM'd me, like instant messaging, yeah. you know, on the side or whatever. And they're like, who are you? <laughs> and then we started chatting, and then we became, like, friends. Um, and we would talk on the phone, and we would, like, watch wow. movies together. Wow. Like, and, like... I am each other while we watch the movies. Yeah. And then he just started calling me Rudy Blue because that was my favorite color, but also because Amy's last name is Blue, Blue in this yeah. fu- in this film. Oh. But I okay. changed it to B-L-E-U because right. when I started writing my zine, I thought I was being like quirky and creative. <laughs> you thought you were well, being clever. Er, well, earlier on, <laughs> uh, I said... Blue as in Cafe Blue? Yeah. And then Cafe <laughs> Blue. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The whole like Britpop era. Yes, indeed. Yes. I mean, we we get a little uh, local SoCal uh, history in this in this podcast every now and then. Yeah, so yeah. Talk yeah. a lot about if, geography. If it's a little inside <laughs> baseball for our regional listeners, sorry about that. But Cafe Blue was a really fun. How would you describe it? Uh, Britpop, British pop yeah. club. Yeah. Yeah, um, in, in West Hollywood, mm-hmm. like right across the street from the Yukon Mining Company. Yeah, yeah. Which was where a lot of the <laughs> late Denny's. night workers <laughs> strolled. Yeah. yeah. Just a couple doors down from Peanuts, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I've, I kind of know this <laughs> yeah. area. You've, you've pointed out Peanuts before. Yes. 7969. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And the 
old Trader Joe's was there. Oh, Santa okay. Monica. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Across the street. That. And it was that big parking lot. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Okay, I remember. Yeah, wasn't there, there was the Denny's and then, wasn't there like a Los Tacos or something? <laughs> you, like Dos Burritos? Dos, which was, yeah, there which you was go. closer yeah. to Arena and, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. All Del right. Taco yeah. across the street. Yes, that was from Arena Highland, I think. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my goodness, Arena. This has been, <laughs> this has been our SoCal Minute. Town Talk. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> so... Early 2000s. Rudy, you mentioned the movie that we're talking about today. I feel like we've had numerous side conversations about this movie on the podcast. Whenever we do a movie with Rose, we usually end up talking about this movie. We watched The Doom Generation, written and directed by Greg Araki, debuted at Sundance of 1995, and then later released October 27th of that year. Doom Generation, we finally got to our first Gregoraki movie. I'm so excited. It only took us 150 <laughs> episodes <laughs> to finally get to a movie that Gregoraki has directed. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, I love this movie. I'm so excited. It's taken us forever to get to it. Uh, I distinctly remember stumbling across it on Cinemax very late at night in my bedroom in my parents' house. Probably AOL on in the background. And let me tell you this. That AOL Instant Messenger like alert noise to this day gives me like anxiety. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Gives do, they hear, do they hear that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's the only time. That Pen15 episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Down. Was, yeah. <laughs> Down. Yeah. Oh, man. You're taking it back a little bit. This buddy that you had that you would like talk to and like watch movies and all yeah. that. Were they even local? No, they were in San Diego. San Diego. Okay. okay. Well, that's and something they could have been in like Massachusetts. Yeah. Southern we, California local. Yeah. Well, we ended up, I ended up meeting him in real life wow. and now he is like a big time promoter in New York. His oh, name's okay. Frankie Sharp. Okay. And he does the Club Westgate or he did the Club Westgate and the sure. reunion thing. He does a lot of stuff out there, but yeah, we're wow. still friends to this day. Amazing. Yeah. I think I I think I first talked to Jeremy Lucido on like an AOL chat room. Oh, that that tracks. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Oh, I'll, we'll we'll bleep out his his screen name, but um, yeah, I remember that. Those were the days. Well, since this is episode one fifty, before uh-huh. we get too into talking about uh-huh. the Doom Generation, yes. uh, I kind of commemorate our anniversary episodes with a little quiz. We sure. did it with Millie's episode when we did. Our hundredth. All right. And we're bringing back the IMDb keyword game. Okay. IMDb so, keyword game. Rudy, you're along for the ride for this Rudy, one. you're along right. for the yeah, ride. You can just you, blurt out the answer. Don't yeah, feel like in. you have to wait. Okay. Just jump right in. <laughs> so I pulled um, like eight movies that are episodes that we've done uh-huh. and IMDb keywords. And let's okay. see if you guys can We're trying to figure out the movie based on keywords listed in the mm-hmm. IMDb and from listing. And the timeline that we're doing uh-huh. is anything episode 100 and above. Okay. Okay. That's not okay. going to help me at all. Yeah. <laughs> I <don't>, okay. <laughs> no memory. Yeah, first one. <laughs> sure. Romantic, uh, romantic triangle. Romantic triangle. AIDS test. Clothing oh. store. Car oh. crash. Gas card. Oh, no. Reality Bites. Reality Bites. I was going to say Reality Bites, but I didn't remember the car crash. Ben Stiller ran into the two. Ran into she, the flicks, right, or... she flicks the cigarette and <laughs> right, right, car. right, right. Yep. Romantic Triangle. I didn't. I forgot about. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Good. All, All right. right. We got that one. Redneck. Cowboy Hat. Uh-huh. Showdown. Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Very good. Other ones were Polaroid, Marriage Proposal, and Buddy Film. Awesome. All right. All right. Male, female friendship. Chicago. Sing along, homosexual, 
Mud Mask, and Karaoke. My best friend's my wedding. My best friend's wedding. <laughs> um, computer, CIA, Riddle, Stroller, Home Invasion, Stroller! And <laughs> Jumpin' Jack Flash. Jumpin' Jack Flash. <laughs> we need to get that audio bit of Carol Kane as like a, like a, an audio poll. I oh, I have I it. Have Let it me find it on the iPad. Keep going. Okay. Here. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> okay. Uh, male rear nudity. Okay. Masturbation, okay. falling downstairs, and stormy night. Male rear nudity. nudity. And when I give you the next one, you're probably going to get it. Stormy night. Stormy night. Masturbation is in the IMDb keyword. Masturbation. All right. Mm-hmm. Male rear nudity. I used to pause the scene a lot. Yeah. When I was young. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Falling downstairs. Falling downstairs. Bathroom. Give me the last one. Remake. Remake. Oh, uh, Psycho. 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 Psycho 98. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Food and title, dumb jock, female sociopath, neo-noir, narration, stuffed in a car trunk. Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker. Little rose tie-in. Yeah. All right. Uh, Reference to Sandra Bullock, talking during a movie, news reporter, climbing out of a car window. Climbing out of a car window... Reference to Sandra Bullock. Is Refer- it... Uh, There's actually a lot of references in this movie. Is it um, To Die For? No. Um, sorority. Now I'm just like naming them I off want the top of my head. <laughs> no. I know, now you're just coming up with... Uh, Wait, say them again? Reference to Sandra Bullock, talking okay. during a movie, talking. news reporter, talking climbing during. out of a car window, sorority. Talking during a movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. People are going to, like, freak out. Uh, let me try to think of other ones. Yeah. Um, the- uh, movie theater? Movie theater. I keep wanting to say, like, Scream or Scream 2. I was going to say. It's we Scream 2. Scream yeah. 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. There's oh, all of our uh, IMDb keywords of all of the bangers from episode 100. <laughs> there it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's really bad quality. I had to, like, bump up the, the audio on that one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we had to get that from like a stream. It was online. a, it was a, it was a like movie clips like dot com like YouTube mm-hmm. clip of Jumpin' Jack Flash. Not a, yeah, I don't know why we couldn't. Oh, because we had to watch the movie on like Tubi or something. But yeah, whack. One hundred and fifty episodes. All right, and yeah. Congratulations. Speaking of to which, the two of us. Um, I can't believe it. Kind of sometimes we're messaged and emailed. Mm-hmm. Uh, People that are trying to promote podcasts are startups, and we were messaged of somebody trying to sell us an ebook of starting a podcast. And I wanted to be like, <laughs> bitch, you do realize it says on our Instagram that you messaged us that we are at episode 148. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. that's a little too late. And I noticed that you have 13 followers. Do you need any help yourself? Well, you know, it's just spam. What it's yeah. just spam bots. They're just out there trying to like trying to make some money. But you know, maybe we can get some help in like what what to do for our first episode and how to you know how to come up with a theme for our podcast. Help us out with <laughs> with recording <laughs> equipment. Yeah, what what equipment to buy? Oh, All right, Lordy. back to Doom Generation. Yes. yes so yes, bri- yes. Pete, you briefly talked about mm-hmm. watching this movie mm-hmm. on late night cable, mm-hmm. Cinemax. It was specifically Cinemax. This I remember. Is, uh, this strikes me as programming that would be on Cinemax at like one a.m. Yeah, uh, a little bit more spicy than HBO. 
mm-hmm. and I think Cinemax was also like you can get it cheaper than just than HBO. It was like the sad like little sister. Channel. And Cinemax does show the softcore porn. Well, they have the. I Cinemax remember when we briefly yeah. had it yeah. in a cable yeah. package. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I it was on late at night. I watched probably the last half or whatever, and was just like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> uh, figured out when it was going to be on next. Had a VCR also in my room, so I recorded it and then just watched it a million times over and over again. That was my first introduction to Rose McGowan, my first introduction to James Duvall, probably Jonathan Sheck. Don't really you know, and then just seeing like all of uh you know, Peter Brady and mm-hmm. Julie from the Love Boat. I have a list and, of the crazy uh, cameos uh, in the show. Marco Burkert Show, uh, you know, Marcy Darcy, Amanda Burse from Married with Children, all these people and just the crazy aesthetic of like the hotel rooms being so, mm-hmm. you know, stylized yeah. and, you know, everything about it and all the music and Skinny Puppy being in the movie and, you know, right. talking about the Smiths and, like, talking about going to a Thrill Kill Call concert. And I, when I, sm- I smoked for a lot of years and I always had my pack of cigarettes in the sun visor. About, you know, is that the driver's where seat. Is that where that comes from? Yes. Is that where you do that? Yes. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. I always just put my pack of cigarettes right there. It just that's... seems like such a smoker dad move. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's mm-hmm. where I saw it first. My parents didn't smoke. And that's where I first saw it was here, you know, just having her. She did uh, always buy soft packs. Right. This I was never a soft pack kind of a guy. I just felt like they would break in my pocket. So I always got a hard pack, but. I just took so much from this movie and also it just spoke to the kind of like kooky kind of like friends and weird shit that I was into anyway. The bracelets that uh, X or Xavier wears, the bondage bracelets with the three right. rings. I had that before this movie. We wore those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, me, my my best friend Ray, uh, we went to, I always talk about this. Went to Retail Slut yep. on Melrose. <laughs> you know, there was no Hot Topic. Nope. Um, so we, you had to go. I mean, well, maybe. Well, the, yeah, it was starting out. Starting out. Yeah. yeah. But even then, they didn't have stuff like no, no, bra- no, 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 no. Yeah. And me, 17 years old, you know, 130 pounds, shaved head, can walking I, in. Can like, I take a look at your bracelet? I want that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just like the employees just like literally blocking the door smoking. Yeah. Like, I'm going to just go inside. And I want to buy buy something. (laughs) You know? Um, So this movie just was like, holy shit, where did this movie come from? It came from inside my brain. And I've been in love with it ever since. And then Noah came out and just like, oh, my God. The other side of my brain blew up. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. What about you? For me, um, I saw an ad for it in the weekly. And I... I was a religiously religious Alley Weekly reader. Yes, like every Thursday. Yeah, I had to get mm-hmm. it. Sometimes I'd get it before school, and then like cause I I needed to know what bands were coming, yeah. what was happening that week, what movies were coming. This out. This is a stupid question, but do they still print Alley Weekly? No. no. Okay, no. I I would think that would be long gone. Yeah, yeah. and Alley Weekly really was like a the cool guide to what was oh, happening yeah. in the city and yeah. the articles, and so I read the review of the movie, and then they were doing the a party at Stigmata that was doing giveaways for Doom Generation. Yeah. 
And so we went, whatever, because we would go to Stigmata, and then mm-hmm. I got this button that I'm wearing today that I pulled out of the <laughs> – oh, <laughs> um, it was like God. a promo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then I went to go see it at the Sunset Five. Yeah, which is it. where I would always go see mm-hmm. all the like indie films. Yeah, and from the beginning, like it's Nine Inch Nails as soon as it starts. Yeah, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. like, what is this? Yeah, and then just like everything about it, like to reiterate, <laughs> we were saying like the clothing they were wearing, yeah. like Rose McGowan looked like all the girls I hung out. All with. of them, yeah, you know, like yeah. um, and she was a little more crass than the girls I hung out <laughs> with, you know, um, yeah. but like. Just everything about it and, like, the sexual tension between mm-hmm. Xavier and um, – why am I blanking on James? Jordan. Wilson? Jordan. Yeah. Like, I remember being like, what is going on? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You know? And, like – and, yeah. And the funny thing is, though, that I didn't realize that that I had seen Totally Fucked Up. Oh, okay. Prior to this. Sure. Because I would rent everything at Blockbuster Video yeah. that was in the gay section. Yes. <laughs> yeah yeah and um so when i went back to find out more information i was like oh i already watched that other movie and Mm -hmm. and i knew that james duvall was in it but i didn't realize they were both greg rocky yeah okay and then the same with nowhere when nowhere came out i mean that scene really quickly in nowhere where they're driving she has the bikini kill sticker and they're listening to stacy q i'm like what (laughs) what that's like me and my friend yeah (laughs) yeah um what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, man, I Diet Coke, extra large. Diet Coke, extra large. I would say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, loved the way she said <laughs> Diet Coke, extra large. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Um, I, the LA Weekly, come on. It yeah. was like we, we didn't have, I mean, you know, no internet, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like. You're right. All, it gave you the entire calendar for all of L.A. for the entire weekend. Yeah. Every club, every band that was going to be here. Right. And it also gave you your uh, coupons for discounted admission into places like yes. Stigmata. And, yeah, and Velvet. <laughs> and Velvet and all that. Yeah, I, I went right for, like, studs. Studs. Well, well, okay, yeah. never mind. And then it had all the, like... 800 numbers yes in the back back, yeah Yeah. for your massage yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) um a little bit about my background with greg rocky and doom generation so um i remember reading about movies like nowhere Mm -hmm. and the doom generation in teen movie line magazine ah when i was a youngin (laughs) growing up in a small town but these were movies that i could never find right our local video store did not have nowhere or the doom generation and my college towns did not have these movies they may have them in some video stores but not the ones that i went to yeah so i had not i did not see the doom generation or nowhere until i started going out with you yeah like, it took me that long to get a hold of copies of these movies. And I corrupted you with these. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it was trash. always one of those things that I always knew of them yeah. from just reading about Rose McGowan. Yeah. And I also had a huge crush on, crush on I think that his name is Nathan Bixton in Nathan Nowhere. Nathan Bixton in Nowhere. In nowhere. Yeah, he plays Montgomery. And I remember reading about uh, yeah. seeing Nowhere on his Yahoo Movies filmography. Right. And being very interested in it and just trying to get a hold of these movies that I could not find. And that's what's kind of interesting about the legacy of Gregoraki is that 
a lot of these movies from the 90s are very hard to find. Yeah. Like, you have to track down a physical copy of them. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Like, that you... It makes it a little bit more... You got to work for it. You got to work for it, which I kind of like. And kind of... And is that just because of the music? I think so. Mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of it has to do with the music. I mean, I know that he has a good relationship with i mean i feel like i read something where he has a good relationship with harold budd from the cocktail twins because okay. they they do a lot of scoring along yeah. with you know their original tracks or mm-hmm. whatever um but yeah i think that that's probably i mean both doom generation and um nowhere have a lot of songs by artists on major labels yeah you know um and i don't think <clears throat> it's the same reason a lot of shows take forever to get on streaming services mm-hmm. either they change the music or they wait they hold out you know yeah. and i i i feel like the music is a very integral part to these movies oh absolutely i mean the scene in really quickly going to nowhere where the girls walk in to like suede playing as they're walking oh into the party you know like trash yes yeah. yes you know uh, i love that song and yeah. yep. it's freaking uh my two dads. Yes. And <laughs> her and what's her name from, from my, my so-called, so-called life. <laughs> yes. And so again, yeah. what Doom Generation also seeing like Parker Posey and yeah. Perry Farrell, mm-hmm. Margaret Cho, like every, t- it's Heidi just Fleiss. like, yeah, Heidi Fleiss. Heidi like, Fleiss. <laughs> yeah. You just get a new, like random, like yeah. musician, celebrity. Mm-hmm. And that was so exciting. And I, I mean, I spent so many times watching doom generation in my bedroom mm-hmm. introducing it to people yeah you know as soon as it came out on vid- on vhs it mm-hmm. was just like i got it and i was just like constantly being like you haven't watched this movie you have to watch this movie yeah. and um i just think that like for people who grew up in los angeles and in other towns but los angeles because they made it you know known that it was los angeles yeah but like to see sort of a reflection of yourself on screen, you yeah. know, yeah, and it be like not this like coming out story mm-hmm. or this like you know, it was just like a slice of life type yeah. of thing with you know the kooky, crazy road trip murder. <laughs> I was trying, to, I was trying to kind of juxtapose it with another movie about young people that came out in '95, and I immediately went to Clueless. <laughs> just like what's like the anti doom generation of yeah, something yeah. so yeah. opposite from the tone bizarro, like, and yeah. bizarre quality that this movie has and yeah i mean it's clueless that's yeah. just sort that's of like funny. what else was going that's on yeah. in pop culture in 1995 yeah mm-hmm. um well going back a little bit to kind of the distribution of this what what is this trimark i mean i would imagine so that when it's like yeah these small distribution companies, these smaller movies from the '90s, it didn't make a lot. They, whoever is and at Trimark right now, I would imagine no that. I would imagine that probably a, a studio like Lionsgate probably absorbed a yeah. lot of Trimarks. Yeah, yeah. Back catalogs, and I would imagine that there's no hurry. Yeah, at, so they're just at kinda, Lionsgate to issue out there. like a like an Arrow video of this. Why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I read today. I was looking up some information on it, and I read that basically they made like nothing off this oh, movie. Yeah, <laughs> you know, probably. Um, the very first thing, I think Nine Inch Nails is already playing. Yeah, and it says a heterosexual movie by Gregor Rock. Right, love it. <laughs> now I had not seen Totally Fucked Up or uh, Living End. Living End yeah. yet. I did ultimately rent them at Blockbuster, and. 
I definitely prefer Doom Generation to Nowhere a lot more. Right. I, I see their value, but I didn't really know of their existence at the time. So I'm watching this going, a heterosexual movie. That's very interesting because of how queer it is. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. But just understanding now that it's like a queer director and his last two movies were very like gay-centric. Yeah. So this is the most heterosexual mm-hmm. we're going to get. Right, right. Um but yeah, just all that shit in there with like with X and and Jordan and just I mean James Duvall, come on. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> I when I watched this um today this morning, mm-hmm. I hadn't watched it in probably like 10 years. Yeah. And I was like taken back oh, yeah. to watching this, you know, at like 17 years old yeah. being like Oh my god! I remember like the <laughs> shot of his sitting. testicles. Yes, yeah, you know, and like yeah. being like so scandalized. Yeah, and then I remember thinking Rose McGowan had like the perfect boobs. They you know? <laughs> look like a, like you're watching like a hentai anime. <laughs> right, they're so like white and yeah. pink and perfect. I'm just like, this looks like somebody drew this character. Right. Her white skin, yeah, uh, with that black Insane. hair. Yeah, mm. and then. You know the scene of X masturbating mm-hmm. and then licking the, the yeah. Can I say cum? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Licking the cum, <laughs> licking the cum off his hands, and it was just like what? And so then, you know, I watched uh, an R-rated version mm. and was like, oh, they totally took that out. Yeah, you know, and then that's interesting. And then I realized, so I did some research, and there's like a lot of dialogue that's taken out. So if you haven't watched this film, I mm-hmm. suggest watching the unrated. They probably version. take out some of the good Rose Zingers too. Yes, they some take- of the shit that comes out of her mouth in this movie. <laughs> like I was LOLing on the couch. You fucking chunky pumpkin head. Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> They take out a lot of of her dialogue and X's dialogue of oh, them yeah, going back yeah. and forth with each other. Sure, mm-hmm. and a lot of the sex um, stuff, like the Jesus penis oh, tattoo, yeah, and yeah. Um, I wonder if you get a shot of James Duvall's nuts. Uh, uh, you, a very yeah. very quick. You get okay. like a they cut away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get a good shot of his balls getting in that bath. <laughs> yeah. Um, this movie is 87 minutes long, mm-hmm. the unrated version. Right. So the uh, the edited It's 11 R minutes version. shorter. Oh, oh, my God. So my it's like God. 67 minutes? Yeah. That is a short wow. film by Greg Araki. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. But I love that. <laughs> I love that this movie is so filthy, though, that to get an yeah. R rating. Oh, yeah. 11 full minutes. That's a lot. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. normally you hear like a frame here, a frame there, a word. 11. It was like stinky clam, <laughs> yeah. how to be taken out. Um, the part where oh. she puts her fingers um, up his ass. Yeah. And then when she's talking to Jordan about putting fingers in his ass, that's mm-hmm. all taken out. Oh, wow. Oh, you got to have the finger <laughs> in the ass scene. It's my yeah. favorite part of the movie. Yeah. When. Okay. So, I mean, just in general, X and Jordan's conversations are so funny because they yes. are. Just they are about so to make out yes. with each other. It's like I remember sitting in that theater being like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> they're gonna oh my kiss, God. They're gonna yeah, kiss, yeah. Gonna <laughs> and there's something so effective about that that I love. But yeah. when mm-hmm. when Amy comes out of the shower and it cuts to a wide of them, and X is like leaning over, like leaning into him, and yeah. she's like, What are you two homos talking about? <laughs> what are you two homos talking about? <laughs> two homos gabbing about this time. <laughs> We both laughed, like literally, like laughed. Yeah, yeah. We're like, "Oh my god!" Like the script is great, and I feel like 
Rose McGowan just has this delivery with I mean, all of these lines. I became so obsessed with Rose McGowan after this yeah. film. I had to watch everything she was doing. Yeah. I had to clip everything out of every magazine that she was in. My walls had all these pictures of her. I, I was just like, I have photos of my bedroom from back in the day, and you'll see all these pictures of her yeah. in there. Like, I... I remember watching this horrible film where she like lived with an abusive grandma. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is this? Movie? <laughs> I can't remember what up. it's called. I think they had two different titles because I remember like oh, renting it and then I remember seeing it. But yeah, and I remember reading about how she, her family, was in a cult and she they ran were, away. They were oh, in the cult god. that uh, the River Phoenix, River cult? Phoenix, yeah, and his family oh, were wow. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I was like Crazy. all up in it because. I talk about, you know, this being my, uh, I feel like in, uh, maybe in one of our commentaries, you know, this being my first introduction to Rose and just latching onto her and this character yeah. and just this style that when I ultimately did see her in Scream, I was like, yay, she's in this big movie that yeah. everybody's going to see her and she's great in it. But I was like, oh, but she's blonde. And yes. oh, but she, they're dressing her like this weird, like Britney Spears, like yeah. knockoff. I was like, that's not her. She's way cooler than Right, this right. Character. I mean, now you know, twenty five years later, I'm like fucking Tatum rocks. Like, Tatum's yeah, mm-hmm. I was so excited when I saw her in Scream. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, what I love about Greg Araki too is that, and I mean, going back to probably the reason why these things are not available on yeah. streaming services is his music choices in yeah. the film. Like, even stuff that's playing so low. Like, there's a scene. Where they're in the car. Oh, where they're going to have sex for the first time. Mm-hmm. Where she claims that they're both virgins. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's afraid to get AIDS. But they're both, yes. but they're both virgins. We're both virgins. Uh, <laughs> but like Allison by Slow Dive is playing. And I remember yeah. being like, oh my God. And it's like all these little connections. And today when I was watching it, I realized that the Jesus and Mary Chain song with Hope Sandoval from Mazzy Star mm-hmm. is playing really low. And I thought it was an interesting choice because that song was used heavily to promote the film Love in a 45. Okay. Is that with Renee? Is Renee in there? Renee Zellweger? I can't remember who. The only person that I remember who's in it is the guy from Days and Confused with the the one that says, check you later. <laughs> 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 the, <laughs> I used to have a big oh crush God. on him. I can't it remember. Is, it is? It yeah. is Renee Zellweger. And that's a very Texas movie. So that, that checks out. Oh, it's it's Rory. Rory. It's uh, Rory Cochran. Oh, oh yeah. Rory Cochran, yeah. From, um, I used to think he was so hot in the 90s. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he was at his best probably in Empire Records. Oh, yeah, Empire But he Records. had like the long hair in, in uh, Days and Confused. Days and, Confused. Yeah. and then uh, another guy from Days and Confused is in Doom Generation. Isn't he in Days and Confused? He's in, he's in the – he works at the Dino Burger and he's the first one oh, that, yes, yes, that confuses yes. her for – for his lost love. I forgot what he calls her. I like that recurring... Kitten uh, is Parker Posey, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Kitten. I love the recurring thing with the Amy character is that yeah. everyone sort of recognizes her. And I like the I like that it's ambiguous of, is it actually Amy? Or <laughs> is there just someone around that looks like her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess it works either way. Sure. Also, can we talk about really quickly that scene... That like weird FBI, like, yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, I, to this day, I still don't. Like, all the agents are like mirroring each yeah. other, yes. and like, yeah, they're. 
I don't I don't get it. I feel it's like weird. it's so misplaced and weird. Yeah. Like yeah. I think that the news report with Peter Brady and mm-hmm. um what's her name? Julie for, from the Love Boat. Julie from the Love Boat. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like that's enough of us knowing that there there's some recognition. Right. But I the- think that in a lot of these Gregoraki movies and you definitely see it in movies like Nowhere and also uh Kaboom mm-hmm. is this greater sort of CIA, um, just the weird shit going sure. on like outside of the characters, stuff. this yeah, weird yeah. big brother stuff. Yeah. I mean, stuff with like aliens, the world coming to an end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you definitely see it in scenes like that. Yeah. Totally. Um, oh, go ahead. No, I, I just remembered that, you know, the seven, not the seven eleven scene, but the first scene with Margaret Cho and the family, mm-hmm. um, they when they do the news report they say disemboweling yeah right and she they repeat it disemboweling yeah and the un and the rated R version they only do it once oh okay that's interesting so it was really interesting yeah. to like as me from like watching it so many times being so yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then watching the R version being like wait they didn't say this <laughs> or like wait they took off the blood splatter on the kids okay okay yeah. huh I like how uh. Un like not subtle. This movie is with like s- like all the signage of like the world coming to an end. Right, right, right. We shoot. Uh, the end is near. Yeah, the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. The apocalypse stuff. But in the um, in the first Quickie Mart, it said like we shoot shoplifters or something. And yeah, like, a huge gun. She's yeah. like, standing right in front of it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's just this theme throughout the movie of just like all these apocalyptic messages following and the everywhere. death cigarettes. Death cigarettes. I mean, in the UK, there's like a big skull and crossbones on a pack of cigarettes, like on the whole like side right. of the box. Like, um, but definitely weird shit that comes up in all of his movies. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's yeah. that reoccurring theme, and I feel like maybe in Totally Fucked Up they did it like you know because it breaks it down uh, okay. and the text comes on screen, mm-hmm. and then in like nowhere. Situation nowhere. It's kind of appears like in the store or at the yeah. bus stop or at the you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember Perry Farrell, Seven Eleven worker, seeing Perry Farrell in that movie. Yeah, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> you know, like, like I was excited. Also, had a weird crush with him, even though he was like, yeah, looked like he was on heroin. Yeah, but that's just sort of part the, of the appeal. Appe- that's a part of the appeal of of Perry Farrell. I saw Girl, him though. at Disneyland once. Oh. Probably around this time. Interesting. Was he it on a, a ride or was it just no, out we and were, about? No, it was out and about. It was in front of Pirates of the Caribbean. He was talking <laughs> to a pirate and like a like a cast member in the, yeah, yeah. Pir- in the Pirates of the Caribbean uniform. And he was with a very beautiful woman that like kind of looked like model, like a model. And she had like short, short like hair. And they had a little kid with them, like a little boy. And yeah, they're about to get on pirates. I always remember reading a spin article with him around that time where he talked about how he tried experimenting with men and that he didn't right. like how the guy sucked his dick, that it felt like he was eating corn on the cob. <laughs> and th- I've always remembered that. That's funny. That so <laughs> oh, that is so weird. And then like Jane's Addiction, they always had, I mean, they had like... Like Dave Navarro got into that yeah. era of just being like, oh, and I wear makeup. And right. Like, the Carmen Electra. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting how like sexual ambiguity in like the late 90s for like musicians was like, we'll look a certain way and we'll maybe talk about maybe being bisexual. But then when it really comes down to it, they're like, 
but I haven't actually ever done anything. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I was going to bring up Anthony Kiedis, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Heidi Fleiss. Oh, man. I, yeah, Pete had to, Pete had to tell me had about that one. Out. I mean, of course I know who Heidi Fleiss is, but I think that maybe recognizing her, I yeah. might be a little slow on that. So, okay. In her scene, it's, she's another, like... She's the liquor store clerk. She's another yeah. liquor store clerk. It's seconds yeah. of her just saying... 666 and she's delivering it in this very like bored kind of like 666 delivery and it just i don't know at the time i just always thought she it looks like they probably had to pull some fucking teeth she just did not look sure i don't know she it just looked to me like she I'm, wasn't doing a great job yeah <laughs> I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe She's that was just actor. her. No. <laughs> that, that we know. Yeah. Do you want to explain Uh-oh. to listeners who might not be familiar with Heidi Fleiss? The Hollywood Madam. The Hollywood Madam. Um, yeah. In the 90s, there was a scandal with a bunch of uh, celebrities, male celebrities, that got kind of um, entangled with seeing uh, call girls sex workers and this woman Heidi Fleiss was kind of like uh she was she was the Hollywood madam she was the one that would um arrange la, what, the dates. arrange it what is what does Miss Scarlet say in clue she <laughs> for uh she she puts people you know she connects people together she yeah. had an infamous a black time, book the black book yeah mm-hmm. that's right and like Charlie Sheen uh-huh. and like all always, these, Charlie Sheen's always the one always Charlie the Sheen's one. always on those lists <laughs> always yeah. the one yeah. um, and then she had a store on Hollywood Boulevard for a minute <gasps> okay remember what was that? it like Home Goods what is I she? don't remember I think she just sold Lingerie. like I want to say like Heidi Wear but I don't uh, know if yeah. like, but it was like down the street from World of Wonder oh okay yeah I okay. remember that so not so not near Bobby Trendy <laughs> Oh my God, Bobby Trendy! So Bobby Trendy made me think of Santa Monica Boulevard, yeah. which made me think of Greg Rocky. I remember reading an article with um, James Duvall mm-hmm. and him talking about how he would hang out at this like ice cream place on Melrose. Okay, so like me and my friends, whenever we <laughs> where went, is he talking about? I don't remember the name of it. He, he named the in the yeah yeah. And so every time we went down Melrose, I would always like slow down in hopes that he <laughs> was there, there hang, hanging out. You know, like. <laughs> Um, when I actually did meet Greg Rocky, it happened maybe like 10 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. I was with my friends and we were driving down, um, we were going to go to the, I don't know, we were driving down La Brea and San, by San Monica and La Brea. Uh-huh. And we're driving down La Brea heading, you know, we're crossing, coming from Sunset or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I saw Greg Rocky in the Starbucks on Santa Monica and La Brea. Oh, my God. And I told my Eagle friend, eye. pull over. <laughs> I was like, pull the fuck over. And she's like, what? And I just jumped out of the car. <laughs> and then I went in and he was sitting there. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? Oh, my God. So, like, I bought something. And then as I was walking out, he looked at me. And then he smiled. And I smiled. And then I just stopped. And I was like. I don't want to bug you, but, and so then I talked to him and then I took a photo and was just like so excited and it was like the best thing ever for me at that point. Cause it's like, I finally, it finally (laughs) happened for years. I was like, I am going to run into Greg Rocky one of these days in LA. Yeah. In LA. Come on. All, I mean, this is kind of like, he strikes me as somebody that lives on the East side. Yeah. I have no idea where he lives. I I remember I saw him at the Lush reunion. (sighs) 
and that was really oh my God. fun. You're taking wow. Pete back. Here. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I remember that. Um, so yeah, th- this movie, like you said, it's indicated that it's in L.A., but they went to great pains yeah, to kind of how they shot. I mean, I don't yeah. think LA. that you get a medium shot or an establishing shot until like 15 minutes of this movie. The first that few, uh, first they're all close-ups. 15 minutes is all extreme close-ups on their yeah. faces. But like yeah, you, I think one thing they drive by like uh they drive by a miniature golf place at one point. Yeah. Where you see the castle and I'm like there are those That's all- probably the one off 170 like <laughs> you think that those oil refineries are I don't know. I, I thought mean, maybe like, they make Long it Beach look very Redondo, like but... post-apocalyptic. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anytime they're driving, there's never other cars on the road. No. They drive by the Mega Maid titties on the way to <laughs> oh, San Diego. I, I, was like, I always think of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. When you're driving to San Diego and right, you see right, those right. big nuclear. Um, those big, I don't even know what I they was are. trying to figure out, like, today when I saw the end credits and they drive off. Yeah. Like, where, where are they? There's, that? like, a reservoir, but yeah. there's a road. I was like, I do not know. And yeah. I read that they had to shoot. Mostly at night mm-hmm. and in like very undisclosed locations mm-hmm. to save money. Sure, I was thinking possibly that weird little reservoir at the end. I mean, it could be like Santa Fe Dam, like over off oh, like where the uh-huh. six hundred five runs into the the yeah, mountains. Yeah. You know, there's that weird stuff yeah. off the side of the freeway. It looks kind of post apocalyptic out there. I mean, there's also a weird like dam out. Um, off the five, like going to Ventura mm-hmm. or like Valencia, there's a there's another area out there. Who knows? There's another one where they had Lollapalooza. Oh my god, yeah, I can't remember what it's what called. Was yeah, I was trying to see. Sh- that was Santa Fe I was trying to there. see shooting okay. locations today, and uh, kind of they avoided well-known landmarks in yeah. LA and undeveloped urban sprawl areas. So it was just sort of yeah. weird sections of the valley. Yeah. Um, this did shoot early 94. So uh, the North the Northridge earthquake happened as they were filming. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Happened on my birthday. I, oh, <laughs> I The bar scene with Parker Posey and Pizzicato 5 playing... Yeah. Um, the tinfoil bar. The tinfoil bar, yes. <laughs> I love that. Like, mm-hmm. love it. I, that's the thing that I love, too, about Greg Rocky films. Like, all the, like, bedrooms. Yeah. Like... Like, in nowhere. Yeah. And even in Totally Fucked Up, like, you're, like, looking at the posters that they have in yeah. their rooms. And they're always, like... Um, and then, like you mentioned earlier, the hotel rooms, like, the checker floor, yeah. you know, like... The, the colors, ones all red. Yeah. I love... I love the set design yeah the production designer for doom generation went on to do hedvig and the angry inch oh oh yeah yeah okay that checks yeah. out yeah i Not also the same one from nowhere though different different mm-hmm. producers. i also found out today that greg Araki did a episode of riverdale he's done numerous television That's shows he's done he's done riverdale like 13 that. reasons why i think he directed a majority of the 13 regions why oh, episodes from season one huh. um yeah. Uh, what else has he done? Yeah. I mean, those are kind of the two big ones. But yeah, he works a lot in TV, which is interesting. Yeah. I thought that was interesting, too, because uh, I, I read something quickly where they were saying that you could definitely tell it's him in the Riverdale episode. Oh, okay. So now I'm like, I need to go back and yeah. watch that. <laughs> Probably the gay one. <laughs> no. <laughs> I need to go back and watch that and see. But um, yeah. So Xavier... Um, Oh my god, Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan Sheck. <laughs> we got to talk about this one. He's he's from Models Inc., right? I'm getting that. Yeah. Correct? He was on Models yeah. Inc. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I don't know what else he was in, but 
I mean, Jonathan married Jack to Christina Applegate. Worked the round for a while. Oh, Not married, anymore, but they were married for married a Married to Christina Applegate. I mean, Christina his big, Applegate was in Nowhere. Yeah, yeah she was. Yeah. yeah. His big sort of breakout Everybody movie was, was That Thing You Do in yeah. oh, 96. Yes, 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 yes. Which he got like right after this. Yeah. And I mean, and then this film, though, like all those close ups of like the belt buckle scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh my you, God. and you see like his pubes or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then the scene where he's unbuttoning himself and playing with his nipples. Yeah. It's just like, what is going like, on? That what? was, that was Skinamax for queer oh, kids. You absolutely. Know, like, <laughs> he gets on when they're asleep in the bed and then he gets in the bed and then he gets on his knees and he just lowers his pants oh, down yeah. right and, and he's, he's jerking off. Butt crack. Yeah. 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 And it's like, his body slamming yeah at the time his face get out of here mm-hmm. that those hair, eyebrows the hair the eyebrows mm-hmm. his lips um his wardrobe yeah nuts love it you know yeah. he's covered in blood half the movie right <laughs> <laughs> but when they finally go to the thrift store which is all yellow yes the the clerk in the thrift store is wearing a yellow dress there's just yellow clothes everywhere and he gets like this cowboy hat and bell bottoms and she and- gets that Plastic, clear plastic, clear plastic, like, clear plastic coat, coat yeah. iconic. <laughs> that pink dress. I mean, Little these number. are like their their road disguises. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and those those white sunglasses, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, I, yeah, her looks iconic. Yeah, her. Oh yes. Just all their like all their rings and bra- and then at one point, Jordan ends up wearing one of. X's bondage bracelets, which I thought oh, was cute. Yes, I was like, yes. oh, look, he's wearing one now. He wasn't wearing one the whole time. Like, X had two. He had one on each wrist. You So you mentioned bondage bracelets mm-hmm. and retail slut. And, yeah. And, like, I used to go to retail slut a lot just because I wanted to be there. Yeah. And like, you know, and I, I still have my Susie shirt that I bought there in high school, um, which is now, like, super faded and thin. Yeah. But... I never was like a bracelet, like a bondage bracelet person, sure. but I would buy the Madonna bracelets. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. And all those. But the, the first time one, I yeah. bought a bondage bracelet, I bought it at Drake's okay. on Mauro's. Mm-hmm. And I guess I was asking for a cock ring, and I didn't know. Sure. I mean, you can yeah. also take one of those, too. Yeah. Right. But I didn't know. we also wore cock rings. <laughs> <laughs> I had bracelets. no idea. I was, like, yeah. that naive, yeah. you know? And I was, and the guy was, like, asking me if it was for me or for someone else and the, and the size. And I was just like... Huh? I just wanted to fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like this blue, like, <laughs> so, you know, like. <laughs> Did you need me to go help you try it? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Melrose in that time. We're going to Melrose. <laughs> I think that's a. Do I have a, do I I have a drop a of that? I, th- I think I might have gotten rid of it, though. Oh, we'll find it. And like, yeah. And the, and the contrast of like, um, and totally fucked up. There's so much, um. Spaces that you can recognize. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Santa Monica Boulevard Tower and Melrose. Yeah. yeah. And and so I thought it was really interesting that in Doom Generation, it's like the total reverse yeah. of that. It's like, I don't even it. know where they're at. And like, they were saying they were like in like sub, like urban areas of LA or something. And I was like, are they filming like in Lincoln Heights by the train ta- tracks? Yeah, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's uh, what I was thinking too. Yeah. yeah. But then, yeah, you do know that it is. L.A. because like uh, he says that his parents live in Encino. Yeah, she talks about being you know being in traffic on the four hundred five. I remember uh, my friend Damien laughed out loud when, he, when she said that when he first watched it. There's I'm a like, cre- shut up. This movie's there is there's great. some kind of fun credits in this movie. Uh, one of them being a heterosexual movie by Gregor Aki and photographed yeah. on location in hell. In hell. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. 
I oh on the credits I saw a no thank you. Yeah, we saw the no thank you, which I was like, wow. Oh, it's uh, someone what is that? a someone. big a big no thank you to Cheryl Ladd. A, a big no thanks to Cheryl Ladd, and apparently the story behind that is that Jordan Ladd, her daughter, was originally cast as Amy, but her mother Cheryl Ladd vetoed the role at the last minute because of the sex and nudity. I don't know if. Jordan would have been underage at the time. It was probably very close. Jordan Ladd. I don't even know what jo- they look like she, at the time. Um, she was in Nowhere. She ended mm-hmm. up being. In, he ended up casting her in Nowhere. She was the one with the little pixie haircut, and she had the twin. Her twin brother. Was oh Scott Conn, yes, yes, yes. And yes. she's dating, and she's fucking Elvis. Right, right, right. Yeah. On the motorcycle. On the Jordan Ladd is yeah. also in Never Been Kissed. She's one of the. Oh, she's one yes, of the popular yes, yes. girls with yeah. Jessica Alba and Marley Sheldon. And, oh, yeah. That cute boy from Detroit Rock City is in yeah. Never Been Kissed. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, her mother Cheryl Ladd was Cheryl Ladd one of was, Charlie's Angels. Uh, she was in Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Obviously not the first season, no. and also you might remember her from the mother in Poison Ivy. She's the mother. Oh, Poison, Ivy, Poison Ivy, yes. I uh, I love seeing that old Doritos bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it totally took me back. And I, and I and in my head I was like, they still made those in the yeah, late nineties. We get we lose time <laughs> yeah. dilation. I thought I'm that like, was like eighties Doritos. Yeah. Guess not. Ninety four. Yeah. They were still making the clear Dorito bag. Yeah, I was like, okay, okay. So, like nowhere, this movie takes a turn. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and has some heavy ass <laughs> scenes in it. Right. Um, I feel like nowhere the scenes are kind of in the middle. Yes. Whereas this one, it's the final yeah. scene, mm-hmm. and it's the ending is hella dark. I had I had kind of completely forgotten about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know until wanna, a revisit yeah. of it, I feel like I just blocked it out of my. You memory. block it out of your memory because the whole time as we're watching this movie, there are these crazy intense conversations between. James Duvall and Jonathan Sheck, X and Jordan. Mm-hmm. And X is this like hypersexual guy. He's like maybe murdered some multiple people. We know the convenience store guy, his head got blown off. Right. right? We see that. But the other guy, he just shot his arm off. He right. Could have survived, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but at any rate, you know, X is a pretty dangerous dude. They're having these intense conversations where it looks like they're about to make out. And the whole time Jordan, uh, James Duvall is just, he just is, has this same happy go lucky. Mm -hmm. He's just like a little puppy dog. I was just going to say, yeah, he's like a happy little dog. Yeah. Like a little lap dog. Yeah. And he just loves Amy and he just wants to hang around with her and be with her. And he's just kind of along for the ride. And he's the one spoiler alert that doesn't make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of this movie right and it's sad. <laughs> it is it is yeah. i totally forgot that he died in this film. yeah like i remember like the intensity of the the end of it but mm-hmm. um and also like those weird like redneck guys yeah like all the like well first of all they're like you know being super homophobic and yeah. then they're like oh you're gonna get yours after. yeah you know then they're like and i'm you're like what like, yeah, it's weird what's what's going on there. It's like, are they gonna like fuck them too? Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, like what the hell is going on? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I guess Amy, you know, takes the garden shears to them all. Mm-hmm. At the yes. End, so, so they get theirs. But yeah, it's like there's there's some scenes in Nowhere that are pretty harsh. You know, there's like a 
sexual assault in it that I'm always like, ooh. Right. I feel like I used to fast forward through that scene because it's yeah. pretty rough. Mysterious Skin is about oh, like, well, the whole child movie, abuse, like yeah. the entire movie. Do you know that was the first Gregor or Rocky movie that I, I oh my saw? God. Okay. So, I mean, because I feel like I was. In college at the time, I yeah. knew who Gregor Rocky was, yeah. and finally, here's, like, the big one that I can rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, like, this movie has JGL in it, Michelle Trachtenberg, like, yeah. I'm into it, and then I rent it, and I was like, oh, shit. This movie, <laughs> this, is a lot. this movie is a lot. Yeah. But that mm-hmm. was also based on a book, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's really heavy. Yeah, so I, it's like these movies are so much fun, and they they have all of these like you know references and things that we just latch onto. But I always just there's always that one little thing where I'm right. just like, okay, maybe I'll just stop the movie at this. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I always yeah. I, same. Yeah. <laughs> like because, you know the whole thing in this in this movie in particular is you know X is really he's just. His main goal at this point is to fuck them both, right? Right. I mean, he right. just he just wants to have a three way. Yeah. Like yeah. that's his bottom line. And it ultimately happened. We get there, you yeah. know? And it's like, great, we're finally having our three way, you know? Um and again, this heterosexual movie, quote unquote, that we get at the beginning, and, and me not having that reference of his other movies and just being seventeen and just like, holy shit, this mm-hmm. movie is this is amazing. This is everything I that I thought, needed. It was an interesting choice that they reference her doing Crystal yeah. a couple yeah. of times, mm-hmm. which was also something me and my friends were I partaking mean, in yeah. at the time. <laughs> um, you know, but they never actually do it on screen. Right. Yeah. yeah. I thought that they was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it. yeah. And like, yeah, like, you know, they just reference it because she's like not eating, mm-hmm. you know, as much or like they are or whatever. And I was like, trying to figure out what was the choice behind that but maybe it's not even that big of a deal yeah yeah and they probably just didn't have time for it either but 90s teens and crystal meth i'm telling you (laughs) (laughs) and listening to industrial music right because she i mean they they started out like at the very beginning at the club where she Mm -hmm. says something about i'm hungry or whatever yeah i was like where do you think that drive-in oh i know there's the drive-in do you think it's like the city of industry drive-in could be <laughs> probably mm-hmm. it's not the santa fe springs i was just gonna say the santa fe springs <laughs> swami because <laughs> that has like a big thing on it tell yeah me. <laughs> i didn't see a train go by yeah so I don't know. <laughs> could be the same swap meet front or the same uh drive-in from never been kissed oh the one that's in like rosemead that's like a movie location mm-hmm. like spot i forget what yeah. street that is in rosemead but you always yeah. drive by it mm-hmm. rosemead yeah huh. i think it's on Rosemary Buller? I don't know. Yeah. I ended up meeting Rose McGowan. Oh, wow. How did uh, that go? <laughs> it was actually really great. Cool. Um, there was, okay, so there was a club at 7969 Peanuts that wasn't Velvet mm-hmm. and it wasn't cinematic. Mm-hmm. They did it shortly and it was like in the vein of like makeup. Okay. Remember club makeup? Yeah, I remember makeup. I don't remember what the club was called and we were there and I noticed her tattoo on her back and I was like, Oh my god, that throws me off. But she had a wig on. <laughs> okay. And so I was on the dance floor and I was like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> and so then I went up to her and I was like, hey, like blah, blah, blah. And I talked to her and I had a zine at the time and I was like, I, can I interview you for my zine? And she said, sure, hold on. And she w- 
she's like, come with me. And I walked with her to the booth and her friends were there and she got her purse and she gave me her manager's business card. And she's like, call him and oh. he'll set it up. And I was like, okay. And I thought like, okay, no way. And then I did. And I actually interviewed oh, wow. her. Great. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was, it was really cool. crazy. And it, she was shooting ready to rumble at the time. Ready to rumble with David Arquette. Yeah. And I, that. Is it Scott Kahn? I don't know. Yeah. But is that um, how David Arquette got into wrestling? I think yes, so. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched the David Arquette documentary? Uh, no, no, I know, but I've heard though. about it though. You yeah. should. You should. The trailer looks great. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Is it Scott? That's cool. I, yeah, I, that's cool. I love that. Um you're kind of bringing me back that I had a random retail run in with Rose McGowan when I worked at the Huntington. She oh. came in to the Huntington when they were still in their old gift shop location and I was at the register and she came in and I was like, "Holy shit." <laughs> Tatum from Scream just walked in. And my manager at the time was just like, that is not Rose McGowan. I'm like, bitch, that is Rose McGowan. And then I helped her out. That's yes. So I mean, she was pleasant enough and just like a yeah. basic retail interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was she already on Charmed when you... Uh, I don't remember because I didn't watch Charmed. Yeah. I'm one of the gays who did not watch I didn't Charmed. watch it either. I tried to watch it when it was on Hulu recently mm-hmm. or wherever it was. And I think I got through like five episodes, and yeah. I was like, "Do I really care to invest my time into this?" I watched the <laughs> I watched the pilot of it when it first came out. I did too, and I did not watch anything. You else. know what? You know what turned me off when I watched the pilot? Shannon Doherty. Well, <laughs> no, uh, they used the cover oh, of yes. is now in the yeah. credits, and By I was love, like, "Spit love." But yeah, and I was like, "What the hell?" That because. The craft. the craft had just come out. Yeah. I was like, yeah. this is get out of here. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a whole story with Charmed with uh, Andrew Fleming is that they were developing. Was it going to be a craft They were TV developing show? a craft TV show with Andrew Fleming who directed the craft and it just didn't go anywhere. And then all of a sudden Charmed show up. Like oh, okay. Charmed showed up. Sure. I forgot that there was a craft remake. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We uh, saw it. it is the sequel. It is. A, it is a sequel. It is a sequel. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Bulk makes a brief cameo <laughs> sorry, at the end. Yeah. I just, I just, IMDb'd ready to rumble. The other guy is Scott Con. Okay, Scott so a little, Con. little connection to nowhere there. Okay, yeah. Um, so we talked very, very briefly. You talked about being Rudy Blue and yes. Amy in this movie. I think they actually mention in the FBI scene that her Amy name is Blue. Amy Blue. Yeah, but they don't really mention it otherwise, and I feel like i only found out during once, the credits during the credits that uh jordan's last name is white and xavier's last name is red yeah red white and blue yeah, yeah i was gonna say there's kind of that american theme throughout the whole movie i mean especially at the ending yeah mm-hmm. that record store scene um when she's looking at the this mortal coil mm-hmm. album like is so dramatic yeah you know <laughs> Yeah, and it, she just wants to crawl in there. And <laughs> yeah, it's like even m- myself as a teen was like, okay, like, this is like, come on now, like how old is she? Twelve? Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love that. Just too Jordan, just not getting it. He's just like, yeah. don't you have that at home? <laughs> She's like, that's not the point. I don't remember them like stuffing tapes into their pants or whatever. Yeah. When I watched it this time, I was like, I don't ever remember that scene yeah. <laughs> like that. You know, like I remember the the little thought bubbles on each side of them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I didn't remember the the tape stealing, the, sh- the shoplifting. Yeah. Um. We also, lol, 
in real life at um, the morning. It was one of the morning scenes. Um, and she is in a quickie mart. And I think it's a Perry Farrell scene where uh-huh. she's getting just, yeah, she's making coffee. She's loading up her tray she, and she does like mm-hmm. three sweet and lows uh-huh. at one time, like, and all this cream. And then she starts loading the tray and just putting more and more mm-hmm. shit on there. Like she's in like a, like a cafeteria line and she's putting in those like peppy, like pills that you get at like Seven <laughs> Eleven. Oh my God. Yeah. Those like caffeine pills. She had that come in like little pouches that you tear the pouch, right, 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 and they have like two pills. And like, yeah, we used to we used to always joke around about getting the, the peppy pills at like seven. <laughs> like, that's so. That scene also uh, right after that is is when he asks him to smell his fingers. Mm-hmm, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then she jumps over. It always bothered me that like when that tray that she has flips yeah. over, like nothing really like right. <laughs> Nachos, yeah. like all this shit Cof- in there. Hot coffee, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that nacho cheese and how it looks. It's uh, orange, uh, orange. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. it was probably. I was like, oh, it's it's probably just paint. They're probably just trying to make it look crazy because, you know, gas station nachos are gross. Yeah, but they both eat it. Yeah, she mm-hmm. eats it and X eats it with the paint on it. So I'm like, it can't be paint. Probably been sitting there for hours. <laughs> yeah. Um. The scene, it's probably cold nacho cheese. Oh, totally. Oh. Yeah. Um, the scene in the beginning when the, at the first convenience store when mm-hmm. they chopped the guy's head off. Yeah. Um, and he like vomits or whatever. I always. Guacamole. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's totally. Well, I'm like... assuming. Well, it, he lands in the condiment station for the hot dogs. Oh, so I yeah. always just assumed he landed like... in a pile of guacamole and it's coming out through his neck. I mean, uh, it could out be, his mouth. It's probably relish. That, yeah. Or, yeah. But yeah. that's yeah. what I took it to be. And this actor is. That's you... Dustin Nguyen from 21 Jump Street. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Twenty One yes. Jump Street. He was he was one of the he was one of the narc cops on Twenty One Jump. The original Twenty One Jump Street with Johnny Depp. And so Margaret Cho in this film, I couldn't remember. I mean, I know that I remember watching All American Girl, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like, oh, I love her. You know, yeah. It wasn't until her first comedy special that came out on DVD or VHS, with, like whatever. the black leather, like the suit. yellow. No, no, the yellow cover with the like red pinkish maroonish outfit. okay 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 i think it's the one where she talks about like fingering a guy and driving home with her finger yeah. like in the l shape <laughs> like <laughs> okay. um, but um so i just remember watching her in this film but i remember being like oh cool but i don't remember like timeline wise was sure. it because of the right what came first yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah yeah like did you watch her stand up and remember oh she's in yeah, she's in that scene of Doom Generation. I was kind of more of a follower of stand up, so I do remember one of her earlier specials. And I don't know if it was an HBO special or if it was a half hour comedy hour. Uh-huh. I think I made you watch it, where she is wearing the black leather yeah suit. It's like a pants suit and like a and a motorcycle jacket. Um, but I think that one's clean, so it might be Comedy Central okay. or MTV. But that was Wait, super early. Do you have the? The notorious. I have notorious CHO. CHO. Yeah. Okay. I think that was DVD. the second one that, that she released on DVD. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the first one, but yeah. Anyway, Margaret Cho. She was also like a. I would see her at shows all the time. Oh yeah. I she saw her at like LA, Chibo yeah. Mato at the Troubadour. Oh wow. That was so. She was standing behind me and my friend, and the whole time we're like, oh my god, oh my god. But we didn't <laughs> was, talk to her. Was Sean Lennon playing? Yes. At the time. When yeah. Some? Okay. Yeah. 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 I think he pretty much just toured with them like forever. Like, yeah. Yeah. Chibo. And that was scandalous because that woman was like 15 years older than him 
I think. The woman that he was seeing in Chibomani. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, I didn't realize I think that. she was like in her 40s and he was like 28. Wow. <laughs> when they were dating. <laughs> yeah. Young pictures of Pete remind me of Sean Lennon. It's so weird. I don't <laughs> look like Sean Lennon, but there are pictures yeah. of him Pictures of and Sean Lennon and Pete that look alike. alike. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, I don't know what it is. Um... Because I do not look like this man, but I will f- show you, listeners, photographs. You two had that where we look kind the of same. Had, you two had the same style. <laughs> it's weird. In the 90s, it's so. weird. I yep. don't get it. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I feel like for me, Doom Generation really was like the first one of the first times where I saw like myself and yeah. my friends and queerness yeah. on screen, where it wasn't like. It was just like a thing. Yeah. And the way that like um X's character is like open to like mm-hmm. his fluidity or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And um even though nothing explicitly queer happens, I still for me was just like, Whoa. Yeah. You know? Because <laughs> totally fucked up is so like sad. Yeah. And yeah, like it was like me and my friends. I watched that recently. It does not have the same effect no, as it did no. when I was like 16 17 yeah. i thought it was the best movie in the world and i was like yes i'm so depressed and this is like me you know like, <laughs> <laughs> um but doom generation was just like fun yeah you know and it was i think i don't want to say it was lighthearted, but maybe at the <laughs> maybe at the time i thought it was like lighthearted because i was into you know all the like dark and you know watching nine inch nails unedited <laughs> videos you know yeah i mean i i also think it's just that tone that gregoraki has that like it's that nihilist tone that we're all going to hell in a handbasket but you better enjoy the ride yeah totally mm-hmm. totally uh, yeah i i i think that yeah and, and you know it's it's funny because um when i had made people watch the film either they loved it or hated it yeah mm-hmm. there's like no in between it was just like i don't get it or like like that was like fucked up like the ending sucks blah 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 and it was the same with like nowhere you know yeah. it was just like this is stupid you know like but because the dialogue's so crazy mm-hmm. yeah so elevated i did yeah. read roger ebert's zero star review of this movie <laughs> which is pretty funny um famously gave the movie zero stars and wrote uh uh note that note carefully that i do not object to the content of the movie but it's attitude it's attitude. It's attitude. Mm-hmm. And does he mean Rose McGowan? Because <laughs> yeah. that's what I loved about the film so much, too, was like her, like her attitude and like yeah. the way she carried herself and she just did not give a fuck. And like she had that like Valley Girl, like LA girl accent, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, that that little baby doll dress thing that she's wearing in that scene where she comes out of the quickie mart where she jumps over and her yeah. like, butt cheeks are hanging out. Yeah. Like I was black like, panties. yeah, I'm like, Oh my, it just looked like every girl I hung out with. Yeah. Except they were brown and yeah. chubbier. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Absolutely. <laughs> they may have tried to pull off the, yeah. like, the black Bob wig. Yeah. They had the Betty page bangs, you yeah. know, um, the DVD that we watched, I mean, God bless it. It's on DVD. Quality, not great. Yeah. But even still, we could you could tell like we're watching this movie and like you could even kind of see like the faint mm-hmm. her like really like light uh 
roots. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he had her dye her hair, how right? dark her hair was dyed. Yeah. But her hair is dyed, and it's like dark, dark, dark brown, and there's some little like lighter kind of highlights in it. James Duvall's hair is black. Black. Yeah. It is dyed it's like a Keanu black. Reeves black. It's mm-hmm. just like black raven, black hair dye from a box, just completely. Have you seen him lately? I'm I follow him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's handsome. Yeah. Yeah. I saw he I still get it. He um <laughs> he just was in some film and mm. I do a radio show and he did a interview on another radio show at the same station okay. and I was like, What the hell? <laughs> How did I know not, not know this was <laughs> happening? <laughs> <laughs> Kinda wild the movie that James got the in ninety six. I mean both him and Jonathan Sheck like went on to make Huge movies the year after this came out, but Jonathan well, Sheck went on to. I mean, yeah, I mean, all three of them. So yeah. interesting that I mean, they sort of broke out into Hollywood after this movie. Yeah, Jonathan Sheck got that thing you do with Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Um, James Duvall got Independence, Independence Day and Day. Rose yeah. Scream. Right. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it always made me sad that James Duvall's career didn't yeah. like you know. Yeah, and it also made me feel some type of way that he wasn't in nowhere. <laughs> Wait, James Duvall or uh, Jonathan Sheck? James Duvall. James Duvall's in the Oh, yeah, he's star. sorry, sorry. I was he's gonna the be lead. like, yeah, no, no, no. Um, what's the one? He's not in Splendor, right? No, he's not in Splendor. Which I Jonathan Sheck is, is in Splendor, right? Um, if he is, he's in. Uh, he's. Oh, no, I'm thinking of the no. weed one. I'm yeah. thinking of the Anna Faris weed one. <laughs> like, he's like a weed dealer, Smiley but that's face. like a whole other one. Yeah. <laughs> I have not seen Smiley Face. Is it worth checking out? I mean, it's not a Greg... I mean, it is dra- directed by Greg Rocky, mm-hmm. but... It doesn't feel like a Greg no, Rocky No, no, no. He, yeah. um, he didn't write it. Jeremy Jordan. He is kind of Ooh. the main lead in, in Nowhere. I was going to say in Three Sons. No, he's Splendor. not. He's not the lead. He plays uh, Bart. He's a... Uh, uh, um, Guillermo well, Diaz's boyfriend. Uh, Guillermo Diaz. We love Guillermo Diaz. I love Guillermo Pete, Diaz. Uh, yeah. Pete went up to Guillermo I met him. I met we him at the offbeat. The offbeat. I met him at, uh, they were there for their drive. The I, I interviewed him for my zine back in the day as well. Awesome. But I had never met him until recently at Precinct. Okay. And I went up to him and I was like, you really don't remember this, but like 20 <laughs> years ago, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. And then he was like, oh, cool. And I was just like, okay, nice to see you. Bye. You know, like, <laughs> I went I went up to him at the, at the offbeat and I was just like, dude, nowhere is fucking amazing. Like, yes, of course I love, uh. What's the Dave Chappelle, the weed one? Yeah. Uh, half baked. Like, yeah. I love half baked. Yeah. You know, weeds is fine. But I was like. Nowhere, man. Party girl. These yes, movies that's shaped my like Sisyphus. Yeah, that's <laughs> you're that's where me he your knows name is syphilis. I mean, I'm sure that when he hears both Nowhere and Party, Party Girl, he knows that he knows the kind of person he's he knows. To, yeah. He knows that you're the real. Yeah. Did you ever you're the real deal. watch Stonewall with that him weird in it? Movie? No, no, not the recent Stonewall. Okay. There's a Stonewall that was made in the late '90s. Oh, okay. And he's the main character. Oh, he plays a trans woman. What? And um, it's now, I mean, we don't need to plug people, but it's yeah. streaming on Amazon. Okay. Do you guys want to watch it? Interesting. I did um, not know that they did like a, a dramatic pass at Stonewall. Yeah. It's, it, it was, it's just from like the late nineties. Yeah. And it was huh. released through strand releasing who okay, releases yeah. like a lot of the, All the um, but he plays uh, like a drag queen who is like having thoughts of transitioning, sure. you know, um, but it's the music in it is amazing. Oh, okay. And yeah, 
I loved like I would rent everything that Guillermo Diaz was in. Yeah. You know? Like he was in so many like indie gay films and he mm-hmm. wasn't out at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like I remember when I interviewed him, we talked a lot about freestyle music. Uh, (laughs) I love it. And an interview where he did, where he had a a Malojo pendant Uh and he was talking about Malojo in this interview. And so then I was like, I remember watching you talk about this. He's, he's Puerto Rican. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Willie Lopez. He's Puerto Rican. He's Puerto Rican. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, Greg Rocky has such a, great um i mean i don't i can't remember who the casting directors yeah, are but yeah i mean especially when you look at a movie like nowhere where it's like famous per- future famous person after future famous person yeah. it's like heather graham ryan Phillippe, yeah mina savari <laughs> just like one after another but then also former famous i was just people. Gonna former say, famous yeah. people yeah and then like the pop culture references yeah. you know like all the like he people. got charlotte ray charlotte ray on the boardwalk <laughs> telling her fortune as isn't it heather graham and uh and ryan Phillippe making out yeah mm-hmm Charlotte Ray, I told you. <laughs> yes, and I think that's what Beverly D'Angelo's Dark's mm-hmm. mom. And like I think a... that's what something like what I remember about Kaboom, yeah, or even Now Apocalypse, mm-hmm. is that it didn't really have casting choices like that, right? Right, in them, yeah. Wasn't that Now Apocalypse? That was like it was his, like the stars, his, like TV stars TV show, television sequel. We started, to it, but we nowhere. didn't finish it. Yeah, I've always wanted to. There's also like. The original, like he did, like a MTV pilot. Oh, okay. And I believe it's on YouTube. I, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, and I remember trying to watch it back in the day, but yeah. then I never finished it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've talked about how hard these movies are to find. Yeah. So if you if you haven't seen, I uh, mean, Doom has, Generation I mean, some studio like Shout Factory or Arrow. Ha- I mean, you would think that some cool gay punk that like works for those can like pull some strings <laughs> yeah. and get they a should do like a box those. set that would be amazing mm-hmm. i'd buy it i mean i would straight up just buy it uh we talk about our kind of local video store that's freestanding that's in south pass video tech video not tech. a sponsor yet <laughs> they do give me discounts when i go in though and mm-hmm. they Straight up called the person who was 12 days late with their one copy of Doom Generation. They have a Gregor Rocky section <laughs> and Doom Generation and Nowhere were missing. Yeah. I so. Nowhere never did Nowhere ever make it to DVD? I, I somebody think, sent us a link once. I think that there is a transfer yeah. from the UK. The UK, yeah. That yeah. they did. I have like mm-hmm. a, a burned copy from like the UK version okay. that one of my ex-boyfriends gave me as like a gift once and you know, and he decorated the whole thing. It's really oh, cute, nice. whatever. But um, I still have my VHS copy of Nowhere yeah. as well. We rented that copy from Videotech, the VHS, the VHS, because like if if it's out of it's if it's out of print and not on DVD, Videotech, if they have it available, will have the VHS there. Mm-hmm. That's how I first watched Nowhere, and then we bought it on uh, eBay. eBay a few years ago. Because I, I've always wanted stupidly a- left my VHS. Just want in a move. I was just like, I don't need all these tapes. I've always <laughs> wanted. I mean, I've done that with a lot of tapes, but nowhere is one of them I didn't give up. But yeah. I've always wanted 
like a nowhere poster oh, and there's yeah. like some really cool foreign ones and i have a friend who has one and every so often it'll appear in his like instagram pictures in the background and i'm like i hate you if you ever get <laughs> that poster <laughs> the doom generation poster is really great as well but uh, well the doom generation poster has the has i mean it's red white and blue um too yeah so i i mean i remember looking up this movie on yahoo mm-hmm. and yeah the poster yeah. really like standing out yeah there's the red, white, and blue one, and then there's the all red one where she's like prominent oh, on the front. Sure, I sure, definitely sure. remember the all red one. Yeah. Um, that trailer. No, no, no okay. it's different. The trailer. Oh, and she's punching. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. The trailer for this film, though, I know we you played the audio earlier. Mm-hmm. I also watched the trailer recently, and I was like, I don't think that i would have been so excited to see this movie I mean, based I'm on sure that this yeah. was a very interesting movie for them <laughs> yeah, to market, to market yeah. yeah and how are you going to pull in your audience when putting this on like vhs tapes of like rent nowhere yeah i mean and shout out to the sunset five. Oh, yeah. the sunset five <laughs> i mean it, it's still around it's still do you know there. that the sunset five was i think the first movie theater i went to in los angeles well, but is it is it a Sundance? It's an AMC. It's, a, it's an AMC now, but it yeah, it was it a was Sundance, Sundance theater, Sundance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I saw. Um, yeah, th- I mean that was my first introduction to Los Angeles and going to the movies was walking over to the Sunset Five. I used to go to the Sunset mm-hmm. Five and then go into Virgin Megastore yep, and spend downstairs. so much time in there trying to decide what I was going to spend my money on. Now, <laughs> is the Virgin Megastore now the CVS or the TJ's? No. It's this. It's neither. It's where the Starbucks is, and it's that whole side. Oh. It was huge. It was, it was two stories, yeah. and you would always see random celebrities yeah. there. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. I saw Anthony oh. Kiedis there, and I saw Teller from Penn and Teller. I saw Tracy Ellis Ross there. Ooh. I saw um, what's his name? I saw Heather from Paranormal Activity there. Oh, she was at famous. our. She was at our screening <laughs> of uh, of the room. I saw Chris Pontius <laughs> there in the Virgin Megastore. That's where you would see. Yeah, them. in the Virgin Megastore, I saw Chris Pontius Chris there, Pontius, and it. I was like, "Oh my!" I God. remember. Oh my He's God. fine. Yeah, we have yeah. seen him in person, he, and we were like, new, "Okay, like, like, new jackass." Are, are you wearing a jockstrap under there? <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> we did see Chris out. Yeah, we saw. We've seen him in in the wild. In the wild, um, I've done. Did you go to a lot of in stores at the Virgin Megastore? Yes. I mean, come on, that's where they were. Yes. Mm-hmm. I saw Echo Belly at the Virgin Mega Store oh, wow. and Sleeper. Love it. Love it. I think Morrissey did a signing there, if I don't remember. But yeah, Sunset Five. I mean, it was the shit. Beautiful thing <laughs> I saw there. Oh, okay. Wow, I, I have that on VHS. Uh, too. That movie <laughs> made me a Mama Cass fan. Uh, yeah, I, I knew you know um, Mamas and Papas stuff, mm-hmm. but Mama Cass, like that film. Uh, I love that movie. It's so great. Much. It's yeah. great. I mean, and that's the thing. All all the kids that are out there, we loved uh, Heartstopper. Oh yeah, yeah. Netflix. Mm-hmm. We loved Heartstopper, but I was like, it's coming for beautiful things. Big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of. No. Yeah. No. Totally. I watched Heartstopper, and I, I I've told a few people to watch it. I'm like, this is definitely not catered to us, but it is it's yeah. adorable. It's for young gay kids to watch with their mom. But you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Young gay kids can watch. TV now with their mom, and we had to watch fucking Rose McGowan call someone a life support system for a cock. Yes. <laughs> you definitely don't want to watch Doom Generation with your mom. No. I watched uh, Single White Female with my mom. Uh. 
<laughs> uh, late at night, I was watching Single White Female, and my mom came into my bedroom, like in high school, and she's <laughs> like, you watching? my Mexican mom, who barely <laughs> speaks English, and she's like, what are you watching? And then I was like, oh, this movie, and she's like, oh, I'm going to sit down for a bit, and so she sits down and watching it, and all of a sudden, she starts masturbating, and I'm like, great. Woo. Jennifer Jason Lee. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you meant your mom. <laughs> <laughs> that oh movie gets crazy. You see, like, you see Steven Weber's ass. You, I think you kind of see part of his dick at one mm-hmm. point. Like, <laughs> I haven't watched it in years, and I, I, wild for years would always reference like, um, friends, relationships would be like, oh, he's getting all single white female yeah. on you, or like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, but that's that's the thing. It's like I I love that there is so much more accessibility for kids now. But like, totally. when this movie came out and I was sixteen or seventeen, and I saw it on Cinemax, and I was just like, I w- I was lucky enough to have like a TV and a VCR in my room, so I was right. like, going to tape it, and I watched the shit out of it because it was like there wasn't anything else out there that had this overt like of queerness to it. You I know? would tape everything off the TV, and I have so many VHS yeah. tapes. That I have, and I like so many award shows, so many yeah. MTV specials, yeah. so many interviews with musicians, artists, and I've been going through them. I'm going to do a quick plug here because I'm do doing it. a monthly series at Whammy Analog in Echo oh, Park. Oh, yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, um, it's oh, wow. a VHS store. Love it, and they have tons of VHS stuff, and they do screenings. They have a micro cinema, and um, but. Anyway, so I started this monthly screening series, and I am showing films. Like this Sunday, I'm showing Times Square. <gasps> Love Times but- Square. Yeah. <laughs> Times Square. Times Square just came out on Blu-ray too. Oh, cool! Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna show Times Square this month, and then um, eventually we're gonna start showing stuff from my archive. Like oh, I'm great. gonna invite people to come, and I want to invite y'all to come. Oh yeah, for and sure. Just like watch stuff and like talk about it. Yeah. You know, like just like fun, crazy things. Like I want to do like um. Uh, a day where we just watch different like coming out episodes from television yeah you know like, <laughs> that i have recorded i have yeah. dawson's creek oh, man. Reco- you know? <laughs> i love it i was just like anything gay i'm gonna record it the gay episodes <laughs> of roseanne were always really fun oh my god yes mm-hmm. yes yes when leon got married on when leon got married and she she, and she throws like the bachelor party is it the bachelor party or the wedding the wedding the wedding yeah that's full of drag queens yeah yeah but yeah um, where was I going? Oh yeah, so like going back also through those tapes, I found a video where me and my friend are giving a tour of Los Angeles <laughs> to one of my pen pals. Oh my god. And it's so weird. It's like us driving around LA in wow. the late nineties. Wow. It's so, I haven't watched the whole thing. I've like fast forwarded through it and like That's amazing. But I'm like, okay, I need to sit here and watch this. It's so insane. Uh, do you go down Melrose? We go down Melrose, oh, we go man. down Santa Monica. I love it. Um, we go down Sunset. There's so many We're things. In, like, when, Silver Lake. There's so many things when I drive Scott around town, and I'm like, and that used that Starbucks used to be the hamburger that ate L.A. You can kind of tell that it looked like City Hall, and <laughs> it used to be a hamburger. <laughs> Do you remember the Crest Cafe in Silver Lake? It was where that Taps place is. Oh yeah, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like this old diner, and it was mostly like old folks who hung mm-hmm. out there. And, and this was when Silver Lake was full of like arty, punky yeah. people and queer people, and all the Latino families that lived yeah. there. And, it was and there was just cheap. this, yeah, and it was this like little diner. And me and my friends would just hang out there. 
because we wanted to like people watch and walk yeah. around, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I spent many a times in diners. <laughs> I used to hang out at Carol's in South Pasadena, yep. like at midnight. And you know that that Carol's was in Terminator. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's for where Sarah, Sarah Connor works, works at in Terminator. In the first Terminator. Whoa! Yeah, there's I never there's kind of a that. cool shot of yeah. when um, they put a fake like Bob's Big Boy guy out. Yeah, there's kind of a cool there. shot of Linda Hamilton on her little on her little scooter mm-hmm. going down that like what is that cross street? Is it Mission and Fremont? I I think it's Fremont. She's yeah. driving down Fremont, and you that's, can see yeah. you can see like. What the street looked Man, like in the wow. early eighties. I love that shit. Yep. Like I, I just love like what this city used to look like. Uh, you know, because it's so different now. Yeah, especially, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, Silver it's, Lake, Hollywood. It's different now, that. and I've only lived here over like ten years. Yeah, uh, Have, Hollywood looks completely different now. Mm-hmm. You know, they filmed Halloween. Oh, right. oh yes, of course. You know where <laughs> near, near video, video, mm-hmm. video, video tech. Yeah. I was going to call it video active. I worked at video active. Oh. <laughs> which was the Silver Lake um, mm-hmm. video rental place that I worked at. Um, but yeah, the My So-Called Lifehouse is here right by Videotech as well. Oh, man, we haven't seen the My So-Called Lifehouse. Yeah. Shoot, we'll and have to look that one up. the Pretty My, in Pink house is just around the corner. Yes. Too. Mm-hmm. And then behind Videotech. Yeah. <laughs> Marshall High School is used so much. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I took me forever to realize that that was the Pretty in Pink High School, the opening shots and stuff. John Marshall, yeah, yeah. But Pretty in Pink, actually, my favorite movie ever. I don't know. And shout it's out more to like our a sentimental. Shout out to sentimental our Pretty in Pink favorite. episode. We yeah. did a we did a combo Pretty in Pink slash some kind of wonderful. I never was really a fan of some kind of wonderful. <laughs> Same. Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink holds Same. up a little yeah. more. Yeah. Pretty in Pink. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely better. But I mean, y- listeners. When you come out to LA, we'll definitely give you uh, a tour—not a walking tour, but a tour of uh, of our favorite hotspots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, you um, can't none of which you can see in the Doom Generation. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say just how Doom Generation is filmed. You have no idea this where is they like shot this. The movie. Royal Tenenbaums of Los Angeles. Do you know what he's eating when he he goes to get those like shrimp? cakes or what Fri- yeah he says like shrimp balls or something yeah i think it's like that beer battered kind of like shrimp like johnny shrimp oh johnny shrimp i'm thinking kind of like that johnny shrimp boat is like mm-hmm. in boyle heights and i think yeah. there's another one and it's like there is too yeah. like a Big fried shrimp it's with like gravy. Yeah. yeah i mean i like i like fried shrimp you love it around? and there's the around and okay. It's a Foster's Freeze. Oh, yeah. So you get a soft serve, right? That and yellow never, soft serve right I've next never to been it. to a Foster's Freeze. Wow. So good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I, I Yeah. Today when I was watching Jim Jernigan, he was eating those because they look like cheese curds. Yeah. Or yeah. like, and I was like, what? He said shrimp. He what? Said shrimp puff or something. And yeah. I was going back to the Diet Coke extra large. <laughs> <laughs> I was an extra large regular Coke girl. Uh, I haven't had soda in like 15 years. Oh, wow. But I would go to the drive throughs just to get a, a extra large or the, <laughs> the super size. And then and, and Jack in the Box, it was called something else. Yeah, like yeah. Thirst Quencher. I don't know what. Mm-hmm. It was like this obscene. Like, <laughs> yeah. Huge soda. Like, was this soda made by a movie prop department? And then, <laughs> and then Super Size Me came out and ruined it for all yes. of us. Took away our extra large sodas at the drive-thru. Yes. I, everywhere. I never, though I never liked 7-Eleven Coke. I thought that it tasted like plastic. You know why? Because 7-Eleven employees don't clean the they fountain. Don't, they don't keep up their <laughs> fountain. Tastes like mold. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. 
our Seven Eleven. After a while, I was like, nope, no more big gulps. That's why they were murdered in <laughs> <Yeah>. Doom Generation. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, so it's like we always tell people, like, go rent this movie. Watch it on iTunes. They're hard to find. I mean, I'm going to try to um, have a friend maybe find a stream of this. So Hook if anybody your... messages us wanting to see this movie, I can maybe find them a link. And if and if our FBI mm-hmm. agents are listening, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't yep. worry about it. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not talking about pirating anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you can, uh, if you still have Kazaa on your. Uh, <laughs> Laptop. I was just talking about Kazaa. Yeah. LimeWire. Um, oh, LimeWire. <laughs> yeah, we'll or, uh, we'll try Napster. to hook you up with a with Find a, it. with a stream of this movie. I mean, what's so interesting about a movie like Doom Generation is that you really can't compare any of Gregoraki movies to stuff that's made today. Like <laughs> movies about young people like this no. do not exist. No. Like this yeah. like this has no business being made yeah. in like 2022 now. Yeah. It's like too subversive. Mm-hmm. And also Gregoraki soundtracks because they were also all released on you know CD. Yeah. Um, that whole like nineties wave of soundtracks yeah. being like a thing, like his soundtracks were always the ones that introduced you to stuff if you yeah. didn't already mm-hmm. know, you know. And the other soundtracks were all using these current bands. There was always a cover, yeah, of something, <laughs> you know, like. Um, but I feel like these days, like. Soundtracks don't play the same part as they used to. No, you know? not at all. They're not really a way to market your movie and put them in like a Tower Records or Sam Goody or anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. And I remember like in the nineties and late nineties, early two thousands, like buying soundtracks all the time. The Train Spotting soundtrack, yeah. or, you know. Um, and I feel like the Nowhere soundtrack and the Doom Generation soundtrack on CDs are also kind of hard to find. Oh these yeah, days. Totally. yeah. Um, so like that music was probably not even properly cleared for those soundtracks. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, is, uh, is the nowhere soundtrack we have in the car? Did we buy that at Amoeba or is that, mine? I bought that at Amoeba. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, movie soundtracks mine. is really big in the vinyl community. Now, whenever I go to Amoeba, their movie section, there's always a lot of people there Yeah, and they always yeah. have, um, reissues. I was just going to say they're reissuing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, random movie nerd thing is that American Graffiti is what really got the movie soundtrack okay. thing using like yeah, that makes sense music Popular like music yeah man. and versus just scores and stuff okay I read that a, a long time ago and I was like oh yeah and then um, I think the next really big one was the big chill oh yes that yes. was a soundtrack that everyone had, had. Yeah. everybody's had parents had the yeah. big chill soundtrack yes. because it's just it's a best of you know yeah. it's a best of that like you know that time period and i would imagine much that like um no totally graffiti was yeah I, I would imagine that another movie soundtrack from the 80s that did something similar was fast times fast times and pretty yeah. in pink yep. yeah mm-hmm. yeah then we had forrest gump <laughs> the double disc, <laughs> double. That was a double sound disc oh, soundtrack. Was the budget, CD? the budget for the music <laughs> oh clearance of that movie probably yeah. could fund a ten million dollar movie. I always think about these <laughs> things mm-hmm. now because I spend time working in television, mm-hmm. um, and I always think about this stuff. And especially like when when I watch films, I'm like, oh my god, like the budget for you know whatever, yeah. or like um, when I watch Drag Race and people are like, oh my god, RuPaul, and I'm like, girl, she's paying herself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, bless like, it. Hello. If you, can, yeah. if you can work it into the show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you can get three of your songs that in the episode. I guess. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Um, <laughs> but yes. 
But yeah, I mean, it's uh, these movies were kind of like a, a, I don't know. There's just a little weird pocket of shit that doesn't get made anymore. Soundtracks like that. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a vibe of the <laughs> mid '90s that is really yeah, fun yeah. to revisit. Yeah. I'm glad that they exist. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever. Kids these days get everything for free on the internet. Yeah, seriously. And in the 90s, we had to write for catalogs of things and yeah. order things with the chance that it might we might not even like it. So they, <laughs> they'll they struggle a little. Find, they're all great at finding things on the internet. That's true. You That's don't have true. to be in debt to, like, Columbia, Columbia yes. House Record Club. Columbia House Record if, Club. If you're of the age of um, myself, you know, in your 40s, just ask one of your nephews or younger yeah. siblings to They'll help find you find it. it. They'll find it for you. <laughs> they find everything. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we definitely recommend watching this. The the quotes alone, I mean, we can just, like, do a screenshot of the quote section oh my on God, IMDb, yes. and it's, like, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the soundtrack is amazing. The movie's great. Rudy, thank you so I much for even. coming on. And this yeah. is a very special episode. Not only that it's yeah. 150, but this is the last episode we're recording in, in our, our apartment. Old apartment. Yeah. We started this show movies, in this apartment in this, this very couch. And, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to be doing the episodes from now on in our new apartment. Yes. End of an era. In East Hollywood. Mm-hmm. We'll come to you every week. But... Yeah. um. Rudy, you talked a little bit about uh, some stuff that you've got coming on. Let's. Why don't you give us another plug? Oh yeah, yeah. That, so I have a monthly uh, monthly screening series at Whammy in Echo Park, and they're at Whammy Analog Media on Instagram, mm-hmm. and they have their calendar up. And uh, my screenings are either eight dollars or free, depending on what we're showing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this will air after Times Square. So okay. next month, um, for Pride Month, I'm gonna uh, bring it really down and screen <laughs> um, Silver Lake Life: The View from Here. I've heard about Silver Lake okay. Life, and I never have seen it. It's it's a downer, <laughs> yeah. but um, I feel like the children need yeah. to mm-hmm. see our forefathers. Yeah, um, and it happens to be on Father's Day as well. <laughs> so I thought it was a, a interesting choice. Um, for Pride, but um, yeah. So we're gonna sh- screen Silver Lake, Silver Lake Life, the view from here, um, next month. And the screening series is usually the last Sunday of every month, but mm-hmm. next month we're moving it because I have a commitment that I uh, I have a gig somewhere else. Okay. Um, but yeah, and I'm on Instagram, but my personal Instagram is like private. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but I also do a Instagram called my so-called queer life, and it's kind of like an archive of flyers and paper, newspaper clippings, magazine clippings, mm-hmm. buttons, all like stuff from my the '90s and early 2000s. So you can peruse stuff there. We'll link it Love in it. the post. Love yeah, it. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you so much again for coming on the show. We'd love to have you on again in the future at our new Movies That Made Us Gay mm-hmm. headquarters. Thank you all and happy 150th. Thank oh, you. Thank you so much. But uh, until uh, next time, it is time to bid you adieu. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. And thanks for listening, everybody. Another fun episode. Thanks so much. Yes, we uh, 
have been waiting to do some Greg Rocky movies. I've been super excited and kind of sitting on Doom Generation, so I'm glad we finally got around to doing this. And some good news. We are doing Nowhere next week. Yes, absolutely. We will mm-hmm. be uh, recording Nowhere, uh, sec- you know, the next movie in the Greg Rocky kind of uh, franchise, the third movie in his uh, Teenage Apocalypse trilogy. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, until then, I think right about now, it's about that time. The Patreon shout-out? Absolutely. We would love to say hello to our wonderful patrons, Ted, Benny, Jermel, Melanie, Christopher, Susan, JJ, Layton, Shelby, Michael, Charlie, Muffy, Paul, Jamie, Drew, Jimmy, Genevieve, Dawn, Joshua, Emlameli, Aaron, Melinda, Jim, Jessica, Nick, and Shannon, Christine, and Rufino. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for being patrons. Head over to patreon.com slash movies that get, made us gay for some awesome additional content and yeah you can also give us a review yes indeed we'd love it if you would uh rate and review the show head over to apple podcast if you're an apple podcast listener or a spotify listener you can give us five stars and uh if you're an apple podcast listener write us a review and we would be happy to read it on the air absolutely we love to read those great reviews on the air so please uh leave us another one of those um, you can follow us on any social media platform you like. We are at Movies That Made Us Gay on Instagram and uh, Facebook. And Twitter at MTMUGpod. Indeed. And you can follow our personal accounts as well if you'd like. Uh, I am Pete and I am at Peter Lasagna on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Scott Youngballer on Instagram and follow my letterbox. Alrighty, Until next week, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.